This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, April 9th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how's it going? <laughs> oh, man. Good morning. It's been a week, right? It's been a week. Why, why not finish a Friday with them cutting the sidewalk literally right outside my window? Right. Like they're just down downstairs. They're chopping up my sidewalk. I don't know what the heck they're doing. Oh, so aside from a blurry screen sometimes to this... Yay! Yay! But other than that, I'm good, buddy. How are you? You know what? It's just the perfect way to round out the week that we've had so far. So, <laughs> just gonna roll with it. I, I, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, folks, let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host. Now. Tony, this is going to be a super easy one for you. We know that uh, in a little over maybe a month and a half, you'll be headed back to Florida, headed to Walt Disney World. By what means of transportation do you plan on taking? Well, obviously, <laughs> an airplane to get there and then uh, a shuttle from the airport to the, uh, I think I'm on the, the magic bus or whatever they're called, uh, <laughs> from the airport to the uh, kingdom, so... So, vehicles and airplanes, buddy. That's that's the way most people would do it. Well, apparently it wasn't as obvious to this guy as a Texas man has become the first person to run from Disneyland in California to Walt Disney World in Florida, a journey of about 2,761 miles. Don Muchow, 59 of Plano, said he began his run on February 1st, 2020 and had planned to complete the run in about 90 days. But the coronavirus pandemic led to some unexpected delays. He said the run still took about 90 days, but those days were spread out over the course of 14 months for safety reasons. Muchow, whose uh, run was aimed at raising awareness of type 1 diabetes, arrived at Disney World on Monday. I never considered quitting even once, Muchow told the Orange County Register. COVID didn't change my mission. I want every single person with type 1 diabetes to see that we can still dream big despite the very real 24-7 challenges and risks involved in balancing insulin, blood glucose, food, and activity. 
The runner said his original plan had been to run from the Pacific Ocean to Florida's Space Coast with only a brief stop at Disneyland toward the beginning of his journey, but a conversation with a friend inspired him to change his plans to visit both Disney parks. Moochow was greeted by a crowd of supporters, including Disney World employees, when he arrived at the park, but his original plan of spending the day at the Magic Kingdom will have to wait for coronavirus precautions to ease. So, Tony, yeah, you could take a plane and a shuttle, but why do it the easy way when you could just run from where you're at? It'll only take you a little less than 90 days. Surprised his name's not like Forrest, like Forrest Gump. (laughs) Well, it was Raw 9. The funny thing about that is I I thought about making a reference, but we've actually got a segment later on that is a Forrest Gump reference as well, so didn't want to make it a full Forrest Gump show. Gotcha. Well, it kind of is now. Another thing about this, too, it's like I like how he said, like, well, it only took 90 days, but it took 14 months. No, it took 14 months, dude. Right. You call it what you want to call it, man. You call your streak what you want to call that thing. But that was not 90 days, sir. Sorry. Yeah, it would have been more impressive if he did all the way straight through. But, you know, stopping, taking some time, relaxing, going on vacation, and then going again, eh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, well, it's crazy the guy had the funds and the time to do that. I mean, I'm adventurous and all, but I don't think I want to be running and walking from Florida to California, no thank you. I don't know. I'd get through the first day of the run and be like, ah, I'm tapping out, I'm going to take a plane. Yeah, <laughs> I would not go that length, man. <laughs> no way. Not for me, but uh, you know what? To each his own. Well, folks, it is Friday, and we've got a wonderful show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? It's We're looking forward to the weekend, but not before we bring you guys good news, everyone. We have a segment called No More Mr. Nice Guys. Our call-in topic today is your odd celebrity crush. As I mentioned before, we've got a segment called Stupid Is, a Stupid Does, and we round out the day with This Day in History. Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, aha! Uh-huh. It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah! Full of exclusive loot, fun surprises, and delivered to your door every month! Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy! <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude! Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box! Woohoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, those are backs just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F E N I X media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. Get 
everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. and We've got a little thing we talk about couple times each day. It is the Phoenix line, our 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you decided to run from one coast to the next. Uh, Unless you're Forrest Gump, I don't see anybody else who has done that, but you can still give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now it is the second segment of this show, and that means Tony is here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It's Friday, April 9th, and here's your Filippo Fast Five. DMX's brain activity test reportedly shows no improvement, so things are not looking good for the 50-year-old rapper as he is still in a vegetative state after having a heart attack last weekend. Sex in the City's Kristen Davis is teaming with Grey's Anatomy's Ellen Pompeo for a new HBO Max series, so if you're a fan of both those shows... There you go. Dwayne The Rock Johnson confirmed that production of DC's Black Adam film starts this week. You see the size of the quads on uh, The Rock? That guy is just huge. (laughs) Like, that dude is probably the buffest guy. One of the buffest ones, man. Those legs are bigger than her old body. Jeez Louise. Nash Bridges' revival is in development, and Don Johnson will be the star. Nope. no, everyone needed that. And the crowded room, uh, Tom Holland will star in the Apple Anthology series. I don't know what the crowded room is, but if it's got Tom Holland in it, probably won't be too shabby. I'll but check we, it out. We don't know. <clears throat> All right. Disney confirms that uh, theatrical only releases will be coming for <clears throat> a few movies. They won't be going the route of. Black Widow, uh, which we know will be in July, going to Disney+. Plus. Disney confirmed that both The Jungle Cruise and Free Guy um, have not been delayed, and they will be premiering exclusively in theaters, meaning no Disney Plus on the same day. Jungle Cruise will hit theaters July 30th, 2021, um, and Free Guy will arrive on August 13th, 2021. Jungle Cruise obviously comes three weeks after Black Widow, which will be on both. Uh, So July 9th is the date on that. Uh, This news uh, from Disney may show some of the company's optimism um, as the movie theaters begin more open with the COVID-19 vaccine being more accessible at that point. Pixar's Luca is still planned for Disney Plus release on June 18th, 2021, and still no plans for a theatrical release. The Beatles Get Back, the upcoming documentary from Peter Jackson that covers the making of Beatles' Let It Be album, um, has been given an August 27th, 2021 theatrical release. And Disney's next film, Cruella, will also be making its way to the movie theaters, but like Black Widow, will be made available on Disney Plus with premiere access. This is good signs, I think. What do you think, brother? I'm looking forward to it. You know, Black Widow, I will watch both on Premiere Access and in the theaters, so they're getting my money pretty much twice. Um, Jungle Cruise looks interesting. I mean, talking about The Rock and his massive quads. And then uh, I'm excited to see Free Guy. You know, anything with Ryan Reynolds is bound to be good. 
Oh, absolutely. It, it looked good when it was uh, announced last year. I'm just happy we we got lineups for movies. It, it's great to be telling you guys that they're going to be in theaters versus another delay kind of thing. I am a little surprised that Luca um, is not going to theaters since it's a Pixar film. You would think that what do you got to lose by putting it in the theater, you know? Right. And, you know, kids' but. movies typically do really well in the theaters. I mean, look at Crude's, Tom and Jerry, you know. Why, why not put it there? Oh, absolutely. It would have, I think it'd do great. Uh, Soul would have done great in yeah. theaters. That was a, it was a good movie. It was but, a good movie. Uh, just Disney Plus is where they're going with that one. Um, so, but it's Disney. They ain't hurting in money. So for sure, <laughs> right. you know, that's, that's just not something that they uh, struggle with, not in that department there. Um, it looks like uh, Netflix will acquire, well, Netflix has acquired the rights to stream Sony films like Spider-Man right after theatrical run. So Netflix and Sony Pictures struck a deal that will keep the Spider-Man films and other selections from Sony Pictures on Netflix until they finish in theaters. Uh, the Wall Street Journal reported the multi-year contract will start with Sony's 2022 film slate. Netflix will have the first right to look right. We'll have, sorry, where's your heart? <laughs> Netflix will have first look rights to movies Sony is producing or licensing for streaming platforms. The number of films that the number of films Netflix has committed to ordering is currently undisclosed. Notably, the deal doesn't stop Sony from selling streaming rights to other platforms. Um, it looks like uh, future Spider-Man movies will land on Netflix following their theatrical runs. It is unclear if Tom Holland's Spider-Man No Way Home is included in the deal. Along with other Marvel characters Sony still holds the right to, like Jared Leto's Morbius, Tom Hardy's Venom, Netflix will also license certain older Sony Pictures films. Um, so you probably expect uh, Ghostbusters in that one, right? Because don't they have, isn't Sony a Columbia? They own Columbia yeah. Pictures. Yep. So, oh, well, if I read the article further, it does answer that question. <laughs> the Columbia Pictures, Sony Picture Classics, Screen Gems, and TriStar Pictures. Okay. Um, so that'll be good. Um, I think this is great for Netflix because Netflix has to, while creating their own content is great, I do feel like they have to do some things to compete with Peacock, uh, Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, uh, HBO Max. You think of all these things, and uh, it's kind of tough when the big names are all kind of on their own platforms now. Well, and that's exactly it. I think Sony is one of the last studios to have their own platform. So teaming up with Netflix is perfect because you get all that Sony stuff. Netflix gets some really good quality um, you know, movies and shows. I think it'll be a good fit. I think it's a good fit as well. And, it, you know, Netflix is not going to go away just because all the big guys left. It was nice that they had all that stuff lined up with them, but... Um, they've already got an established base, which is a great thing for them. They're not trying to up and coming or be an up and coming platform. Right. Uh, so that's a good thing. Uh, with the newest uh, movie, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy um, announcement coming out in 2023, Chris Pratt is still staying busy as he filmed a uh, movie, The Tomorrow War. It's from the Lego Batman movie creator, Chris McKay. It was originally produced by Paramount. It was slated for a, three, a theatrical release last year. Um, however, during the pandemic, things changed, and it kind of is now just sat on the shelf. Well, it looks like Amazon has announced the purchase on Wednesday, revealing The Tomorrow War will premiere around the globe on Prime Video on July 2nd. 
Pratt stars as a man from the present, chose to help fight a war in the future. Yvonne Strosky, a J.K. Simpson co-star, and the script was written by Zach Dean. Um, it's great that this uh, movie gets to come out. Um, it's a lot of our little interviews with everybody here. Um, but it seems like a good movie. It is going right up against, uh, since Skydance was um, a movie, or the company that produced it, it's going to be putting it up against Maverick, which is kind of weird. It comes up the same weekend. Huh. So Skydance versus Skydance, but we're also not talking box office versus it's just streaming. Right. So it's kind of like they're getting the the avenue or the revenue during each avenue there. Now, my question is, uh, you know, you said it's going to Amazon Prime Video. Now, is it a premier access, you know, uh, a paid one? Or is it something that as long as you have Amazon Prime Video, you can watch it for free? Based off the article I skimmed, it doesn't say it's a premium one. So okay. it will just be on there, probably in the vein of like coming to America too, or coming yeah. to America. Or Borat. Just instead, that, which was a uh, poor, yeah, uh, which was also a Paramount flick on uh, coming to America. So they found a way, which is weird when you think about those movies, instead of going to Paramount Plus, they'll just be on Amazon. Because yeah. that's another streaming I kind of forget is there. And they have some good content as well. I just kind of forget it's there. Yeah, it's much better so. now since they've become Paramount Plus. Um, you know, we, we watch a few shows on there, but, uh, you know, for six bucks a month and, uh, you know, I really use it for the football season. Yeah, I'll pay the six bucks. Yeah. So there you go. There's that's all your streaming little news there. Um, looks like in theme park news, Disneyland Avengers Campus will finally be open June 4th, 2021 at Disney Ooh. California Adventure. The immersive new area will be themed around all things Avengers and Marvel with several locations hosted by a different Avenger and their unique theme, power and technology. There will be areas focusing on Spider-Man, Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, as well as an opportunity to encounter Iron Man, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, Black Widow, the Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor, and Loki. Disney originally planned to have this open in 2020, but obviously you know what happened this last year. So now as California relaxes its lockdown rules, the Avengers Campus will have Web Slingers, its first new ride centered around Spider-Man. Tom Holland will reprise his role as Peter Parker for the ride, where attendees can strap on web bracelets and interact with this 3D attraction. Alongside the existing Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout ride, which is an amazing ride, Disney also revealed a closer look at the ancient sanctum where Doctor Strange will train recruits in the mystic arts. The area will change at night when the mystic energy lights up in strange ways. As for food beverages, an eatery has been set up at the PIM test, kitchen which is obviously an ant-man theme food is oversized and mini depending on the item and like galaxy's edge disney will introduce alcoholic beverages for adults so boy that's gonna be that is something i would love to to just go and uh, see but uh i'm looking forward obviously i think yeah, Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, you know, they took over a Bugs Land, which was sort of a eh, ho-hum land. This sounds just awesome. Yeah, that's going to be great. Can't wait to see what they've done. Obviously, during the pandemic, they've been able to kind of fine-tune it here and there. So uh, that'll be a good thing. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to it. And can't wait till we can uh, go go back to Disneyland. I know I could go to Disney World upcoming here in the next month, but... 
Disneyland is somewhere I'm looking forward to going back to as well. Oh, me too. And then lastly, if you are a metalhead and you like wrestling, it goes hand in hand. Ozzy Osbourne was obviously inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame this last week. Well, they had uh, they have a lot of pay-per-views leading up to WrestleMania weekend. Uh, WWE NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver will have Nita Strauss kick things off to play the national anthem. She is the guitarist for Alice Cooper. Uh, Poppy, which is uh, Black Top Devils, one of his favorite singers. <laughs> you have to check her out. What? Okay. She's different. But Poppy, are custom built, uh, she will be doing a performance uh, for one of the wrestlers' entrances. So if you like Poppy, there's that. And then uh, it looks like uh, during the WrestleMania event, uh, frontwoman Ash Costello uh, will be performing This Is My Brutality for a fellow wrestler, Rhea Ripley, as she challenges for the Raw Women's Championship. So if you like that, I sampled the Poppy thing. Interesting. I say just check it out just to see it not maybe not wrestling you don't have to check that out you could just check poppy out okay. so right. i digress look at that and let's roll on to the birthdays today which i'll be bringing up on my phone i gotta do today oh christian phoenix's favorite actress she became famous for playing bella swan in the twilight saga and she looks about the same facial reaction in every ever move, every other movie she's ever been, and that is Kristen Stewart. She's thirty. Nope. Fans of TV's Gossip Girl or That's My Boy with uh, Adam Sandler and Ed and Andy Samberg, uh, Leighton Meester is uh, thirty-four. Magazine publisher, First Amendment advocate, and founder of Playboy Enterprises has a heavenly birthday. Today was Hugh Hefner's birthday. Um. This actor uh, started in 1979 in Breaking Away and has been in films like Jaws 3, Traffic, Frequency, The Rookie, The Day After, The Parent Trap, and Far From Heaven. Dennis Quaid is 66. Uh, this actor has been in The Hangover, She's Out of My League, How to Train Your Dragon, The Trotsky, and This is the End. Jay Barchel, um, I butchered his name, I'm sure, 39. And lastly, Rudy from The Cosby Show. Keisha Knight Pullman is 41. Rudy's 41. Rudy. There you go. Rudy. Rudy. Oh, different writer. That's all Rudy Huxtable to you. <laughs> well, folks, that does do it for the entertainment news. When we come back, we've got good news, everyone. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after these messages. After these messages. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show and we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now if you want to get a hold of me on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio of course with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.SanFilippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot 94 or on Instagram at Tony.SanFilippo81. 
Now, being that it's Friday, and with there being so much bad news and hate and vitriol and, and divisiveness out there, we like to turn the tables with a segment that I like to call... Good news, everyone! So I'll go ahead and kick things off with my story. Like many during quarantine, 15-year-old William Cabanis took up baking as a hobby to help pass the time. Unlike many, however, William harnessed his hobby for social good and over the past year has raised $100,000 for a local Tennessee food bank, all by making and selling his very own vanilla extract. No one should be hungry. No one should have to worry about where their next meal is going to come from, he tells people. This is my way of helping to eradicate hunger in East Tennessee. For William, a high school freshman who lives in Knoxville, the beginning of lockdowns last spring meant more time to spend in the kitchen whipping up treats with his 10-year-old sister, Catherine. He says his love for brownies, and more specifically vanilla extract, began two years ago when he hosted a Super Bowl party and cranked out a batch for his guests. I wanted to improve the recipe, so I added some vanilla extract, he says. During, uh, and during the quarantine, I was still adding small amounts of vanilla extract into my brownies. It just became my little thing. William's little thing soon took on a life of its own, however, after the teen noticed reports on the news of people struggling with food insecurity amid the pandemic. I went to go bake brownies for dessert that night, and as I poured vanilla, it hit me that, hey, I could make this myself. I could sell this and I could help those people in need. He says of one fateful night in April, the cause was near and dear to his heart. William has long volunteered at a soup kitchen and since kindergarten has been on the hunt for ways to help those struggling, whether through volunteering or donating his allowance. I grew up in a small town where there are a lot of kids who were on free or reduced lunch, he says. I saw that as early as kindergarten, there were kids in my class who didn't come to school with breakfast in their stomachs. Seeing this just really bothered me. I was fortunate enough to go home to food, but I couldn't eat seeing how all these kids were suffering. Before long, the idea for Vanilla Feeds Tomorrow was hatched. And with a logo and website William designed himself, he launched the nonprofit in May 2020, selling $30 bottles of vanilla extract made with a recipe he perfected himself. All proceeds go to the Second Harvest Food Bank of East Tennessee, where each bottle sold provides 42 meals for those in need. So far, he's helped provide 300,000 meals total. There was no one better. They support so many countries, uh, counties across East Tennessee, and within those counties, there's so many distribution areas or food pantries and charities, he says, of Second Harvest, where he also spends time volunteering. Their range is just truly awe-inspiring. I wanted every penny to go as far as it could. William's hard work has even been recognized by Points of Light, a volunteer service organization founded by former President George H.W. Bush that is launching its second annual Global Volunteer Month on April 1st. The team received the organization's Daily Point of Light Award in February after he was nominated by his mom, Jelena. You know, taking a little niche, doing something, you know, as little as vanilla extract, something we sort of take for granted and putting that towards good, donating the money, raising, you know, uh, uh, creating meals for people who, who need the help. Uh, it is truly inspiring, and it's certainly why we do this segment. Good news, everyone! Yeah, that was a great one. Uh, it's always I always like hearing the good the good vibes going into the weekend. So I do too. Uh, 
This one will be a non-John Cena or inner celebrity one this week. This one's a really good one as well. So, a big-hearted woman has helped three non-genarian veteran pilot chums go on their dream last hurrah boys trip without costing them a dime. Julie Flummer got a call from veteran and former pilot Jack Henderson to help him and two friends, also veterans and pilots, go to the Reno Air Races in Nevada. 90-year-old Jack was calling from Oregon Assisted Living Facility where he's become best buddies with David Crawford and Dick Snyder. They happen to be former pilots too. So we got together rather, rather quickly, said Jack, who served as the Na- in the Navy as Petty Officer Class First Class PO1 and later became a civilian pilot. 93-year-old David, a radio operator in the Navy before becoming a civilian, and 90-year-old Dick, who served in the U.S. Army before getting his wings. They do everything together. But when travel agent Julie did some research on tickets, she found out they wouldn't be available until later in the year, which instantly saddened Jack, who thought, well, I might not even be around by the time they're available. Julie decided that she had to find another option for the buddies. Then she hit on something. Aero Leggings Biplane Rides offers biplane experiences in the town where the three pals live. She could give them a day up in the skies for free, of course. Julie posted her idea in the Travel Group Agents page on Facebook. Donations soon began pouring in, raising over $1,100, well over the $600 needed to fly all three men up. I don't deserve all the credit here. This was merely an idea on my part. And the only reason it turned into what it was because everybody chipped in, Julie said. When the former pilots were given the gift certificates for the biplane excursion this March, most of us had to go change our britches, Jack Joe. It was such an unexpected, pleasant surprise. Julie learned that Dick had actually planned on flying with the company before to spread his late wife's ashes, but hadn't got around to it yet. Now he had the chance. I'd like to think that my wife is up in heaven saying, come on, honey, let's get the show on the road, added Julie. Julie said being the catalyst for this good deed has reminded her why she became a travel agent four years ago. The biggest thing for me is to be able to bring the happiness for people of being able to do something they didn't think they could do. That's a beautiful sentiment indeed. Oh, that's such that's a sweet my story. good news this week. And it's got a local connection, you know, uh, the Reno Air Races. If if folks, if you're listening or watching, you've never been to the Reno Air Races, it is a spectacle. It is so much fun and uh, it's something we do every year, well, except for last year, and uh I'm hopeful <laughs> that they bring them back. Yeah, they I remember going a lot as a kid. We went, well, not a lot, but a couple times as a kid, and it was always entertaining. As an adult, I haven't been. So, but then again, I haven't lived in Nevada in 17-plus years. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll have to plan a uh, an outing next time uh, they come around. So uh, it, it's yeah, fun. Sounds good to me. Fun just to see all the different... Uh, uh, vintage planes, World War II planes, uh, stunt planes. They've got modern military planes. They do a uh, like a Harrier uh, takeoff and pass, and you know the Harriers are the ones that can you know float. Uh, very cool, especially if you enjoy well jets and airplanes. <laughs> nah, definitely. They're well, all neat to see. That's for dang sure. Absolutely. Well, I certainly say that that qualifies as good news, everyone. All right, folks. Well, hopefully that brightens your uh, day. Take you into the weekend on an up note. But when we come back, we've got a segment called No More Mr. Nice Guys. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. 
get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks, and we've made it to the final segment, at least of the first hour of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. But do not fret, there's still plenty ahead with our second hour, including our call-in topic of Odd Celebrity Crush. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, and Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Amazon, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now in this segment that we've titled No More Mr. Nice Guys, we're going to be talking a little bit about dating apps, which Tony, I know you have a familiarity of. Uh, Are there any that you are currently on? No, I actually not on a single one anymore. I've deleted every single dating app I have. I don't not on any of them anymore. So probably I just a good found thing. like it just yeah, it just it kind of was one of those things you look at it, you, especially during COVID. I mean, you you couldn't set anything up, so I just got to the point where I'm like, you know, it's really stupid. Like I haven't met anybody worthwhile on it, so I just deleted it. And I figured at this point, <clears throat> you know. I'll meet somebody nice the old-fashioned way. Or if I really get to the point where I'm desperate and I really, really want to be in a relationship, I'll just pay Match.com or something, which I never, ever did. I refused to ever do it because I didn't see the point of paying for it. Right. But you would assume that you get maybe a little more quality when you do pay for it. So eh, it might be worth checking out. I would imagine, yeah. If you get to that point. so. (laughs) I would say, yeah. If you get to that point of dating, uh, using dating apps, just definitely pay for it. Tinder's not not it you know and girls have better experiences than the guys but for obvious reasons there's a lot of there's a lot of hornball guys out there right exactly and actually that's uh, what we're talking about today so for every nice guy like tony there's 10 hornball terrible people on these apps and so you know as tough as it is for guys to navigate these apps especially nice guys like tone it's even harder for women who have to deal with, uh, you know, some of the stuff that they have to deal with. So uh, let's go ahead and kick things off with the Richard very... Richard Picks. Exactly. Kick things off with the very first... You like that I went with the uh, David like Mustaine the version? Meg- yeah, you went the Megadeth one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I was debating Alice Cooper, Isaac. Megadeth. I, I went Megadeth. Oh... I actually was singing that the other day. It was on the radio, the Alice Cooper one, and I was doing it in the Dave Mustaine voice. <laughs> My driver just looked at me weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's funny if if, Hello, you, me. if you don't know what it is, but uh, you know, and you, you do. That's one of your better impressions as well. So, <laughs> yeah, it's the Dave. Exactly. Hey, Ed. <laughs> So uh, most of these exchanges oh, are man. on uh, apps like Tinder, um, you know, where when you connect with somebody, you know, you can start the exchange. Hopefully there's, you know, a, a spark there, but not always. For instance, this one where uh, the uh, the girl asks, what's your best pickup line? His reply, are you from Tennessee? Because F you, I think beauty is a social contract and there is more to a person than that. You're beautiful, Brenna. Let me get that Snapchat. She replies, excuse me, what? And he said, excuse me, did I stutter? Wow. That's a way to start a connection. Ugh. 
Mm, I don't know, man. So it works for some. As weird as that is, and that blows I mean, my to mind. Me, in my yeah, it blows my mind too. Because in my head, I'm like, well, screw that, dude. I ain't talking to him. That's just a future psychopath. Okay, Yago. Yeah, you'll find <laughs> you'll find that trend through most of these. So, <laughs> all right, here we go. Buckle hey. up, friends. Yep, let's keep moving on. Oh, we're talking no more Mr. Nice Guy, you know, dating apps where uh, women had terrible experiences. For instance, uh, this one submitted by HQuinn31 says, One time I was talking with a guy and I opened up about being extra stressed with the pandemic going on and how I was having panic attacks more often to the point where I couldn't watch the news anymore without spiraling. His response was, Oh my God, that's awful. I'm so sorry. Then less than 30 seconds later, want to make out? I said I'd rather watch the news and he blocked me. Um, yeah, don't feign interest. Don't feign sympathy. Um, if you're just basically looking for somebody that's DTF. Yeah, just, well, and you kind of know the moment to do that. You don't just, hey, you uh, want to make out? Yeah, at least you could suggest playing Super Mario Brothers or Parcheesi. <laughs> Maybe a, a Netflix and I chill or... Yeah, I, I say Super Mario Brothers because that was Rick Moranis' line in Ghostbusters 2, and it always drove me nuts. I'm like, it's Mario. <laughs> I think he called it Mario. <laughs> I like it. Do you want to play Parcheesi or Super Mario Brothers? Let's keep rolling then, on. Make out. Make out. All right. Uh, talking about women's experiences on dating apps, uh, this one from Allison W 5 and again, don't engage if you're just going to tear somebody down. It says, I was briefly on a dating website. Out of nowhere, I got a message from a complete stranger that said, you are so fat and ugly, you should kill yourself. I quit dating sites after that. Being alone is better than dealing with that kind of negativity and cruelty. Again, why, why bother? Why spend mean, time tearing somebody down? It's, it's mean, and I got to be honest. Like I always tell you, and I do... I'm not innocent. I don't do it to them, but I've, there's some bad ones on there. I mean, bad. Yeah. But on the on the nice on the nice note, I do always say, God bless them for putting themselves out there. It takes a lot to put yourself out there for people. I mean, and I'm sure there is somebody out there for them. Um, more power to them, you know. But I am kind of mean sometimes like that, but not to the point where I would bash them and say, "Ah, you fat, go kill yourself." That's no. No, I would never tell anybody that. And I, you know, I'm a believer that there's somebody out there for everybody. You know, it's it's just you know you got to stay out there, keep looking, and you know maybe when you're not looking for it, that's when you find it. Tone Mosby, exactly. Rolling on. <laughs> Women's experiences on dating apps. This one from EGC26 says. This was like six years ago or so. At the time, I was working three jobs, seven days a week, 18 to 16 hours per day. So you could say I was busy. This dude messaged me first on a dating app. I messaged back. Then he messaged back, but I didn't see it or respond to it for three to four days because I was busy with life. Once I did respond, he started going off on me like a goddamn sociopath. He started by calling me the George Clooney of responding to people whatever that means. I still don't know what the F that means. Then he started in on the typical entitled white male response of calling me fat, ugly, and a slut because I had the audacity to wait three or four whole days to respond to him, uh, to his BS message of good morning. So I reported and blocked him. 
I, again, you know, I, I get it, you know, sometimes that anxiety when you message somebody and they don't respond back in a timely manner, but, you know, not everybody's going to respond back right away, and if they don't, just no. move on. Yeah, exactly. It is what it is. You get ghosted, great. You at least got a message back at some point, but I just think, like, if you haven't heard back and it's taken them forever, then you kind of know, like, all right, well, this person doesn't have a lot of time to communicate, probably isn't going to work. Exactly. And you move on. I experienced that, too, and it is frustrating, but it never would be the point where I would want to call them a slut or, you know, a bunch of derogatory names. It's like, okay, cool. Well, you know, you look at it this way, your loss or it just it just didn't work out. Oh, well, exactly. you just you roll on. There's so. plenty of fish in the sea. Hence the dating app, plenty of fish. Don't go use that one. No, Woof. no, that one's probably the worst one. <laughs> Let's keep rolling on. We're talking women's experiences on dating apps. Uh, this one from Anonymous says, I exchanged a few messages with a guy on a dating app and we were having a very normal conversation when he decided to mansplain how to hold a conversation and sent me this. Dearest, the person's name, you seem like you could be real cool and I'm coming off weird for sure, but I thought I'd give a helpful tip that maybe you don't need because you're a pretty good looking lady. It's hard to strike up a convo if you don't follow up your response with a question. Okay, that's my advice. Maybe just not interested, and that's totally okay. What drew you to my profile? Needless to say, we didn't speak after that. Yeah, don't, don't explain how to have a conversation. You know, if the conversation doesn't spark, again, move on. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, one of the recent ones I had where you talk and you ask questions. Where they're like, oh, I love conversation. Cool. What's your favorite blah, blah, blah? Do you like music? Yes. Okay, what's your favorite kind of music? All kinds. Okay, you're not really giving me anything. So, yeah, when you're, if you're not getting anything back, you're playing, you know, yeah. I'm kind of a goober where I'll keep trying for a little bit. And then, then after, after a few, I'm just like, okay, I'm good. Yeah, if it's like pulling teeth, I'd say move on. Yeah. <laughs> no, not worth it at that point. No. Exactly. Speaking of moving on, let's keep moving on with. This one, uh, here's the response that uh, she got. Get over yourself. You're still single too. Try fixing your oversensitivity to a sensitive, kind, considerate man, and maybe you would still have a partner. You're blessed. I even batted and eyelid. Won't be doing that again. I had to shut week two. Don't see me blaming for it. Okay, that's not a complete sentence. Nope. Stress is when you're trying too hard and not letting God deal with it on behalf of you. You, like me, just don't know it yet. Damn, I was going to cook for you, so that makes me the bad guy. Thanks so much, Nazi feminism. If you don't need a man, why the heck are you on POF? Well, there's your first problem. There are plenty of fish. Yeah, uh, and then a second problem, he used voice text. Exactly. Sounds like a voice text that I did, man. That <laughs> makes no sense. And I'm sure, like, I always think when I message you and others, like, and I, do, I don't go proofread it, I'm like, oof. <laughs> it's got to read like a little kid wrote that. Me for not know why you don't like me, and my chest is really big. 
It is what? difficult sometimes, you know, without proper punctuation, yeah. you know, where, where do you know where to stop and breathe? And so, uh, yeah, yeah. If you're, yeah. especially if you're communicating with somebody that you're looking to potentially date, clean up that grammar. Yes. <laughs> well, folks, that does it for the first hour of this episode of the Christian Phoenix radio show. We are headed into the long break. Take a potty break. Listen to the news. Join us back here in seven minutes and we will see you all then. Enjoy. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. second hour of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, April 9th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. A little bit quieter over there now. Yeah, he went up, tore up the side. It's not the sidewalk, but it's like the little concrete part leading up to the sidewalk. Okay. They tore that part out. They're still in the neighborhood. I can hear them. So I don't know if they're just picking special sections of this unit they're still there they're just not right out there so that's a good way to start hour number two yeah the fastest hour with any luck hopefully they stay away for the next hour and then they can do what they want after that but uh you know it's uh as we were saying earlier it was sort of par for the course for this week and uh but you know what it's friday we're having a good time so far hopefully you are too zone yeah we are it's good friday so far things are going good um We'll be good. So I hear them coming. So that's why I'm like, oh, no. no. Well, folks, this is the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers on our topic of the day, which is why we give it 24 hours in advance. That way you can call us on the Phoenix line at 855 Phoenix Radio. Of course, you can chime in live on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Just click into the live video there and comment. Or as we do in the next segment, we'll be opening the stereo app. So head over to stereo.com forward slash Phoenix Media and you can chat live with us there. Otherwise, we grab people at random and uh, see what uh, falls out, basically. <laughs> But yes, absolutely. <laughs> with that being said, today's topic is one that you proposed uh, a couple days ago, Tom. Odd celebrity crushes. And uh, it was funny, when you proposed this, the first person that came to my mind is our friend Shauna, who has a weird, unhealthy obsession with Jeff Goldblum. To me, you know... Oh, yeah, big time. I'm secure enough that I you know, can see celebrity guys and be like, oh, yeah, he's a good-looking guy. That one just perplexes me. He's goofy. He's uh, there's something just awkward about him. But you know what? She is hotly attracted to him. 
Yo, she is in love with him, man. Loves him. Exactly. Loves the gold boom. Yeah. Loves the fly. <laughs> the brundle. The brundle fly. And so that's what we're talking about is odd celebrity crushes. Somebody that you have a crush on who's not traditionally good looking or maybe slightly awkward. And, and but, you know, they, they just do it for you. Uh, Tony, you mentioned who yours was to me uh, yesterday. But uh, why don't you go ahead and let our listeners know who your odd celebrity crush is? I have no idea why it is, and she's not up. She's not ugly, but I can't unsee the meme uh, where where she looks like Napoleon Dynamite. I can't unsee that. I, it's what I see, but I still find her oddly attractive, and that's Taylor Swift. Oh, I'm attracted to her. She's like she's like double my height, so she's she's a super tall gal. She's gonna be taller than me. Um, I know, like. I just don't know what it is. There's just something about her. Like, she's not, like, overly, she's not, like, hot, but she's not ugly, you know? I, she is a pretty gal. I just don't know. But, man, I'm a super attracted to Taylor Swift. Well, she's, I like to Tay-Tay. She's talented. And then, uh, you know, just to, to show people your love of Taylor Swift, you even uh, Photoshopped her into uh, a couple pictures uh, <laughs> back from when you were married before, and you wanted to keep the good picture, just maybe not uh, have yeah. the ex-wife in it. Yeah, I have a couple of what I call the Easter eggs on the wall pictures when people come over, they look, and then they're like, huh? What the heck? Because I was able to do it pretty good, but yeah, there's exactly, you said it, nail on the head, it's... Uh, Good to replace that. Uh, you know, if you took a group picture and you had someone in your past, uh, you don't really want them up there anymore. You Taylor Swift them. Mm -hmm. Just get a pic of Taylor Swift. So yeah, so she's on a couple of pictures on my wall downstairs. <laughs> all right. All she right. was quite, quite. She had quite the hangout girl. You know? Yeah, yeah. And she has a thing for tots. So, oh wait, no, that's Napoleon yeah. Dynamite. <laughs> oh, Napoleon. So for me, I was trying to wrap my head around, you know, who's my odd celebrity crush? Um, you know, we, we've all got our our list, you know, who's in our top five. That might be a good conversation for uh, down the road. But uh, the one name, the one face that kept coming back to me, and, you know, as you know, I've got an affinity for the redheads. Judy Greer is my odd celebrity crush. You know, she is... Okay. She's the mom in everything. She was uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's sister in the most recent Jurassic Kingdom movies. Um, she does some voice acting, but uh, something about her just, you know, really does it for me. You know, partially the redhead and, uh, you know, but yeah. maybe... The she was the... Go ahead. The bitchy, the bitchy friend in uh, 13 Going on 30. That's right. And then she was also yeah. um, Scott Lang's ex in the Ant-Man movies. Yeah. Forgot she was in Ant-Man. Yep. Yep. But uh, something about her just does it for me. Hello, nurse! <laughs> so, folks, that's what we're talking about is your odd celebrity crushes. We are about to head into the break, but when we come back, head over to our Facebook page, chime in there, or you can head over to the Stereo app and uh, chat with us live about your odd celebrity crush. Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Get 
Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. We are back to the show, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We are smack dab in the middle of the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers, on our topic of the day. You can chime in over at our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Just click into the live video there and comment, or you can join us here shortly on the Stereo app at stereo.com forward slash Phoenix Media and chat with us live. Uh, I gather from your uh, expression there coming back from the break, Tony, that... Uh, they're back. They're back. Move the truck. Yeah. <laughs> so, so today's topic is your odd celebrity crush. Before the break, Tony mentioned that Taylor Swift is his, and it's been Taylor Swift Tay-tay. for the longest time. For me, it is it uh, Judy Greer. She's one of those people you see in everything, but never quite know her name. Uh, Just something about those redheads for me. But uh, we want to hear from you guys and find out what your odd celebrity crush is. Now, Tony, did you have uh, anybody uh, reach out, uh, any interaction on uh, their part for odd celebrity crushes? I sure did. I've got a few of them here. Uh, Stacy chimed in, and she said, Justin Long. Long. Okay. Cause mainly just because he's funny, he's a little goofy, but uh, that's, that's the charm that she's attracted by the goofiness of him. So, Did you hear that uh, he's been getting a lot of shit lately because now he is representing, I want to say like Intel or Microsoft, and everybody was all upset because he used to be the Mac guy, and you know he's not being loyal to Apple. It's like, <laughs> come on. you know He's getting uh, a paycheck. I, well, that's what I was just about to say. You're getting paid, so does it matter? You know, right? It would be, it would be one thing like if I was working for Costco and I'm promoting Sam's Club. Like, I'm not going to do that, right? You know, <laughs> it's just that's not it. But I mean, if I didn't work for Costco and Sam's is going to pay me, then sure, I would promote their stuff, whatever. Yeah. But I don't get paid by them, so. Um, as I'm looking, Mike, Lacey, and Bella have all chimed in. Uh, Lacey. Has Rob Zombie. Hello, nurse. All right. <laughs> Maybe it's his intelligence that she's attracted to. He's a smart yeah, dude. Look, he's very good. Um, Mike says he doesn't have a weird celebrity crush. What he has is a girlfriend that doesn't know him, and her name is Avril Lavigne. Oh yeah, he's he's liked Avril Lavigne for a long time. Interesting, probably longer than I've longer than I've liked Tay Tay. So, <laughs> and uh, and Bella's is Bill Anderson. That's Cowboy Bill Anderson. Oh, that's right. You've talked yeah. about him a couple times. Yeah, she is his youngest and most popular fan, and he knows her. They. There's a. I always tease Bella when I'm at their house. There's an autographed record or picture, and it says to Bella, and I go, "Oh, your boyfriend signed it." She goes, "He's not my boyfriend." <laughs> it's it's just fun to kind of give her a little uh, a razzmatazz for that. And then uh, Jamie Anna chimed in, and she said Benedict Cumberbatch, which was also Lacey's other one, but figured since Jamie Anna chimed in on that, Benedict Cumberbatch is it's a little odd looking, but uh, he's a wizard, man. I, what, what do you What do you need? 
Yeah. It, it was funny. Or he's a sorcerer. Sorry, he's not a wizard. He's a sorcerer. I, I think that was an establishment there. I was watching Doctor Strange the other day and towards the beginning of the movie where he didn't have the beard or anything. I was like, he is a weird looking dude. He sort of looks like a real life Muppet. Kind of, right? Yeah. A little yeah. bit. But he, <laughs> he's got that badass British voice. So, uh, you know, I, I feel. For oh, him. yeah. The British thing. Yeah. Well, it's uh, Friday chimed in. And she said his accent helps. And I would agree with that. It is definitely good. Well, I'm, you kind of after a few minutes, you're like, yeah, I'm just used to it. That's that's how he looks. We're good. <laughs> exactly. Then you just roll with it. Yeah, you just roll with it. So, right. And regardless, yeah. I mean, he is a great actor. And so you sort of get lost in the roles that he takes on. So, uh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, that you know, sense. another one I thought of that I had before, because I'm sure we'll go to the stair up here and something in a second. But Emma Stone, that's another one I'm big on that's, you know, she's not someone that you're going to see all over, like, magazine covers is you know smoking you know it's not all about looks with her because right. you know she's got the big eyes and she's just ee. yeah but for, it's dude she's funny actress I, there's something about her that just clicks for me maybe not her cruella look that's it's a little a little off for me but uh, uh nonetheless that would probably be another one that i just now thought of i don't know i didn't think of that sooner well she's you know one where personality counts i mean yeah she's she's cute she's attractive but you know her personality really shines through and i would assume uh, less cruella more gwen stacy oh definitely okay definitely or she looked in super bad was great too so that's right michael also really likes emma stone see we had that in common there you go and uh for rob zombie there's something about the moves okay the guy moves for his age man well Lacey, if you hooked up with rob zombie you could guarantee you'd be in every single one of his movies so no that's true you would You'd have to have a badass, like, side stage name, too, though. Exactly. Regardless of how terrible an actress you are. Just saying. <laughs> Lacey, Lacey Sun Zombie. There you go. <laughs> LSD. Because <laughs> oh, isn't the wife's, like, Sherry Moon? It is, Sherry yeah. Sherry Moon Zombie? Yeah. So you'd have to be the sun since his other wife's the moon. The moon. So. <laughs> I and like it. personality shines right <laughs> well folks we've got about five minutes left so there is time for you to chime in if you want to head over to our facebook page and chime in Love the comment section there be, huh? exactly or as we're about to do we're going to open the stereo app do a little stereo roulette see what shakes out and see where it goes and uh, as always just want to remind people that uh, you know these people are at total random sometimes you get an f-bomb drop sometimes people say really random stuff or you get just some kid playing around but uh, you know what every once in a while we get a really good engaging person which is what we do this feature for so let's go ahead and roll into this stereo app here looking for a chat partner oh it's rolling the dice here we go how are you doing you're on the nope <laughs> Bye. You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing? Good. So we're talking odd celebrity crushes. Is there a celebrity that you're attracted to that maybe other people just don't quite understand? Uh, yeah, I guess a Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, he's... Uh, yes. Sort of a, a lanky, goofy-looking dude, but uh, seems chill as all get out. Yeah, well, I met him in person, 
three years ago, and uh, he grabbed my ass, and <laughs> we actually fucked in the back of an alleyway. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, we appreciate you chiming in. We are going to move on. <laughs> hey, Snoop. I don't think that really happened, dog. I, I don't Probably think not. I'm calling BS off now. But. How are you doing? You're uh, on the Christian Phoenix radio show. Maybe not. <laughs> All right, find the remote there, Billy. There you go. Wow. I just shocked that, that first one. <laughs> How are you doing? You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show. Hello. Hi, so we are talking odd celebrity crushes. Is there a celebrity that you're attracted to that um, other people may look at and be like, really? Mm, where are you from? Uh, we're in the U.S. Huh? Are you in the bathroom, sir? Okay. Wait. No, 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 I'm not. I... <laughs> no, 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 I'm at home right now, I'm at home right now. All right. All okay. Right. Okay. If you, if you, if you wanna, if you wanna, please tell us a little bit about your country. I mean, which city uh, do you live in, America? Yeah, we're gonna move on. Right. <laughs> I think that guy was taking. A, hey, he sounded like he was in the Sherwood Forest taking a. Uh, That's what it sounded like. Boy. Apparently everybody's distracted today. How are you doing? You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show. Hello. Okay. Bye bye. It's the way it goes sometimes. Hi, how are you doing today? Salute. So we're talking odd celebrity crushes. Is there a celebrity that you're attracted to? Hey, it's Jimmy was the whole well, hey, who's your favorite celebrity crush? Hey. Hi. Hi. Uh pretty sure that was says what? <laughs> pretty sure that was a different language. <laughs> How are you doing today? <laughs> Hello. Apparently not. Nope. <laughs> Radio man. You never know what you're gonna get. Hi, how are you doing today? No. Or not. Yeah, you Snoop Dogg. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I mean, it was a legit answer. It got a little weird there at the end, but... Uh... <laughs> Hi, how are you doing today? You're on the Christian uh... Phoenix radio show. Crickets. Crickets. Hello. How are you doing? Hey. Oh, yeah. So, oh. so we're talking... Odd celebrity crushes. Is there a celebrity that you're attracted to that other people eh, might ask you why? I'd say uh, you, you... Fat Albert. Fat Albert. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Uh -huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right on. Well, you know. And there's also yeah. the biggest the biggest crush I've ever had is actually. Um, I'm not sure if you know them. It was uh, Rosie O'Donnell. I mean, I think that woman. Hey. Uh, oh, Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell from like a league of her own era. I'm talking now, yo. I think she's aged like fine wine. There you go. Well, that is exactly. I still keep that. <laughs> that is exactly what we were looking for. We appreciate you chiming in. Drop us a follow, and uh, hopefully, we'll uh, talk to you again at a later point in time. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. All right. 
See you, Jigsaw. <laughs> well, folks, that does it for the interactive portion of the show. We had a couple good ones, uh, some weird stuff as well. But uh, when we come back, we've got a segment called Stupid Is As Stupid Does. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We've got a little thing we talk about a couple times each show. It's the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys, the listeners and watchers, an opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. To do so, give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X dot R-D-O dot. No, that would be a website. F-E-N-I-X R-D-O <laughs> or uh, 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that uh, you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, uh, we do the call-in topic through there. I did want to let everybody know that uh, we will be running a best of on Monday. So our call-in topic on Tuesday is going to be, you're fired. What was a time that you were hilariously or brutally fired? We want to hear about it. And uh, that will be for Tuesday. So you've got plenty of time to chime in on the Phoenix line. With that being said, let's roll into our next segment titled, Stupid Is As Stupid Does. You know, we as Americans, uh, yeah, we've got all the confidence and bravado in the world, but every once in a while there is an exchange on the internet that uh, sort of shows that somebody can be overly confident or just plain stupid, uh, which gives us Americans a bad name, especially in those other countries, you know, stupid Americans. But uh, stupid we're about to see why we sometimes get that distinction. So let's go ahead and start off with our first one in. Stupid is, stupid does, sir. To which it looks like a uh, Reddit exchange where somebody puts, uh, hey, jackass, we use MPH in this country, miles per hour. Somebody responds, Wheels is an Australian magazine. We use the metric system. To which somebody else replies, you're on the internet, which is American. Therefore, you can use American, the best measurements, which that's not a thing. To which somebody else replied, actually, the World Wide Web was first developed in CERN. I don't blame you for not knowing that. You're apparently an American. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. People. (laughs) No, really. My name's Jeff. (laughs) Let's keep rolling on talking. Stupid is stupid does, sir. People online that give us Americans a bad name. For instance, you know, you do your research before you comment on a post. This woman writes, white American men are terrorists? Who was the first country to, on the planet to ban slavery? That's right, America. And who fought and died to do that? Right, white American men. To which somebody responds, well, you're wrong. Portugal, 1761. Great Britain, 1772. Denmark, 1788. France, 1848. And it just keeps going on from there as far as countries that banned slavery well before we did. So do your research, please. <laughs> yeah, 
definitely look into it. I mean, know your facts before you go spouting stuff on social media. Yeah, yeah. Unfor- just stupid, or, or in general, if you're just going to spout that off, at least know some facts. You don't have to know everything, but <laughs> it's not a little more intelligent than that. Well, I think I've mentioned in the past that uh, one of my favorite uh, pastimes while I'm settling down is to find some article on Facebook that's highly divisive and then go into the comments just to see people fighting because the stupidity is mind-numbing and hilarious all at the same time. It's like that uh, meme where uh, um, Ray Liotta's eating popcorn. Mm-hmm. So let's keep moving buddy on. Buddy Ray, man. Exactly. Talking. Stupid is stupid does, sir. People online giving us Americans a bad name. For instance, this exchange says, say what you want. America is the reason you have cars. To which somebody replies, nope, that's Germany. Yeah. It was uh, Gottlieb Daimler who invented the car. Of course, Gottlieb Daimler founded Mercedes-Benz, which is near and dear to my heart. But uh, yeah, without them, the car would not exist. It's not American. Nope. (laughs) It's not. Let's keep rolling on talking. Stupid is, stupid does, sir. Of course, one of the big stupid topics. Stupid is, stupid does, sir. One of the big topics recently has been gun control. And of course, you know, Americans, you're not helping things out here. Somebody uh, says, Panama has gun control and it's wonderful. To which some stupid American replies, go to Panama if you want. This is America. Original person says, I am in Panama. This is Facebook. Again, read Know how you're responding. <laughs> he just said he was in Panama. It's uh, crazy. Crazy, crazy, an, crazy. What an idiot. <laughs> All right. Freaking David Lee Roth. Exactly. Let's keep moving on talking. Stupid is, stupid does, sir. Uh, here's another one. A big issue being health care. And again, uh, an exchange where Americans not helping us out too much. Says, wait, in other countries, you don't have to pay a hospital bill at all. I thought it was just cheaper, but no pay at all? That's so interesting. How do you prevent people from just jumping off shit like idiots? To which somebody replies, basic self-preservation instincts? Wait, the only reason you're not injuring yourself deliberately is because of money? It's a valid point. You know, I'm... <laughs> it's true. I don't think... You, it... you do make a good point in that. Yeah, I don't think if we had free healthcare, people would be going around just walking into traffic, jumping off roofs. It doesn't quite work that way. There are other reasons we don't have it, but that's not one of them. (laughs) No, definitely not. Let's keep rolling on talking. Exactly. Stupid is, stupid does, sir. Along those lines, here's a tweet that says, have you ever avoided taking an ambulance because you could not afford it? Somebody responds, the ambulance is not your taxi to the hospital, to which, again, stupid American replies, what in the goddamn F is it then, sir? They're emergency services, you know. <laughs> take an Uber, take a Lyft, but uh, an ambulance is going to cost you money because they're providing a service. Yep. Yeah. They're keeping you alive. They're giving you oxygen. They're lifting you up. They're putting you in there. They're taking you to the hospital. They're getting you in the room. It's a lot of stuff. And, yeah, it's expensive, but, you know, at the end of the day, if it's an emergency and your life's on the line... You know, I don't think there's a price. You can't put a price on it. But. Exactly. Yeah. Minutes count. Yeah. Minutes count when your life is yeah, on could, the line. Yeah. Could you imagine you're like you're bleeding to death and you're like, nah, I'm gonna save a little money and I'm just gonna take the Uber. I'm gonna wait like 15 minutes for Ted to come pick me up and then when I get there, then I'm gonna have to check in, fill out all this paperwork, and by that time, and eh, no, 
You go with the ambulance, they haul your ass up, they take your ass in, you're already on the operating table or whatever it may be. <laughs> but, you know, to be fair, maybe if there's surge pricing, it would be cheaper to take the ambulance. This is true. I found that out in Florida the hard way. I had stuck walking home. <laughs> All right, let's 40 get... bucks for Ooh. a two mile, less than, uh, yeah, for a one mile ride. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. That's stupid. We're talking. Stupid is stupid does, sir. All right. Uh, I think it was yesterday on this day in history, we talked about the uh, inclusion of the metric system. Well, again, this goes back to Americans' naivety to that. Somebody posts, I mean, more people use Imperial than metric. The U.S. is a large population-wise, and it's more than the entirety of all metric countries combined. No one mentions China's measurement system or Russian in their qubits, to which somebody responds, Sorry to burst your bubble, but India alone have a larger population than the U.S., and they use the metric system. Facts, people. Just plain facts. Use your facts. Just do it. (laughs) Rolling on. Let's talk in. Stupid is, stupid does, sir. Did I just say let's talk in? You can tell. Let's talk and docking. It's a Friday, man. We're cruising. We're cruising. Exactly. We're towards the end of the show. I'm ready to roll into the weekend, but uh, you know, we're having fun. All right. This one, again, geography. Know your geography before you respond. Somebody puts, uh, uh, it's in the Netherlands, to which uh, the American responds, I'm sorry, I don't know where some random Amsterdam is. Jesus, Amsterdam is so irrelevant, brah. I bet you more people have heard of our smallest state, Vermont, than the effing Amsterdam. No need to judge me. Also, you're British, so how did you know? Person replies back, actually, your smallest state is Rhode Island, not Vermont. The uh, American, shut up. Did I ask? I know more about my country than you. (laughs) To which the foreigner, chill, no need to have a mental breakdown. Again, know your facts before you start engaging in battle with people online. Yeah, well, I think most people have heard of Amsterdam. I mean, and Vermont. I I don't know what would be the the way, but I would like to think that probably more people worldwide have probably heard of Amsterdam than Vermont, but... In America, I don't think that's a thing. It's kind of a weird thing to debate. Right. Well, not only that, the fact that they knew it was Rhode Island was actually the smallest state, not the Vermont. smallest. Right. Yeah. Uh, our school systems. I blame our school systems. <laughs> Yikes. Pay the teachers more. All right. Uh, and I think we got time for maybe one more. Looking for something. All right. Here we go. Stupid is stupid does, sir. Oh. Uh, I fear for our future children. Somebody posts, wait, is there another city called Rome that doesn't exist in Georgia, USA? I was watching Fox News and they mentioned Rome in Italy. I'm confused. Is there a Rome in Italy? Yeah. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) What sort of bubble do you live in, people? Jeez. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, it's on top of that, man. It's just even you post that out there, it's just uh, unless it's a dude that just wanted to be funny, like uh, the guy that apparently hooked up with Snoop Dogg, which we know that didn't happen, right? Yeah, no, like you just want to be funny, I guess, but it's just stupid. It's not even funny. It's just like you're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, he is stupid. Is stupid does, sir. All right. I think we got time for one more before we head into our final break. Woo-hoo! This one, there is a uh, uh, an article that posted that 
obviously somebody posted up the headline rod stewart fears we're too late to stop global warming to which some idiot responds what does he care he's not a u.s citizen he's not affected yeah it's global warming not u.s warming (sighs) makes me feel better about myself baby worldwide (laughs) well folks we are headed into our final break this day in history is what we're going to be coming back with so don't go anywhere we'll see you guys in just a few Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Radio. Now back to the show. Well, folks, we did it. We made it not only to the end of this episode, but the end of the week. And uh, it is another uh, week in the bag for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Uh, maybe not the smoothest given uh, technical difficulties and construction, but you know what? We're ready for the weekend, and we're having fun nonetheless. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, uh, head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Yes. <laughs> I, well, I so I had during the break. I brought up the soundboard on the phone because <clears throat> I'm trying to conserve the bandwidth so I'm not so glitchy, and uh, that didn't work out so well. So par for the course. Yes, I'm a god. That thing was supposed to go. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> well, regardless, you saved but us from the mini didn't... stay puffs. It didn't do it. Oh, man, they're so cute. They are adorable. Ah. Well, folks, while you are there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring, which is why we do this segment each and every day. Drop a little knowledge on you. Hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for This Day in History. Thus it the stories that turn the world on its head. This Day in History. Christian Phoenix. All right. Thanks, Siri. This day in 193, Septimius Severus is proclaimed Roman emperor by the army of the Elicrium. Uh, my only question is, where was Dumbledore? Was Harry Potter around? I was thinking that, too. <laughs> Severus Snape. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> Every time I hear his name, I think Harry Potter. <laughs> Let's, yep. ro- let's keep moving on. This day in 1483, Edward V, age 12, succeeds his father, Edward IV, as king of England. He is never crowned and disappears presumed murdered Fatality. after incarceration in the Tower of London with his younger brother, Richard. Boy, that would suck to be a 12-year-old yeah. kid. Your dad dies. You think, I'm going to be king. And then you conveniently Someone takes disappear. You out. Exactly. Oh, bye-bye. And you'll never know. Exactly. Moving on, this day in 1865, Confederate General Robert E. Lee and 26,765 troops surrender at Appomattox Courthouse to the U.S. Lieutenant General Ulysses S. Grant, ending the Civil War in North Virginia. Anytime there's the end of a war, always good news. 
Absolutely. He would later come back in the Dukes of Hazard as a car. <laughs> <laughs> and then people would get all upset about it. Yep, and it would disappear. <laughs> You've been canceled. Let's keep moving on this day in 1925. Babe Ruth is rushed to the hospital. I assume he had a heart attack just based on looking at Babe Ruth, but it doesn't give us any more information than that. He was just rushed to the hospital. Babe Ruth! The salt and the swat. Yeah, the salt and the swat. Apparently he was using that uh, ambulance as a taxi. He didn't have to pay for it. Yep. He didn't have to pay for it, though. (laughs) All right. This day in 1950, Bob Hope has his very first television appearance, probably one of the biggest entertainers, TV personalities of his time, all the way up until his death uh, within the last decade, I want to say. Yeah, he because didn't he used to do the uh, troop? Uh, he did the USO like the shows. Entertaining of the troops. Okay, USO shows. That's what they were. Gotcha. Yeah, and a funny comedian. I mean, uh, his stand-up stuff still holds up today. Well worth checking out. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. Yeah. All right. Moving on this day in 1965, the very first game is played at the Astrodome in Houston, where they beat the Yankees 2-1 to in an exhibition as Mickey Mantle hits his first indoor home run. It's crazy to think that there was a time before indoor stadiums. Right. Well, that was that's uh, something you don't have a whole lot of anymore. I know uh, Tropicana Field, where the Rays plays indoor, Arizona, um, where the Diamondbacks play. Arizona is, is, and it has a retractable roof, which is nice. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's weird watching a baseball indoors. It is. It's just the sounds of it. Yeah, it is so strange. Because you and I saw the Diamondbacks uh, game that one time in Arizona, and that was it was interesting to be in their stadium. Because it was a nice stadium. It's oh, it just beautiful. echoey. Yeah, yeah. Very strange, very strange. But uh, everybody well, cool should do that it. Mickey Mantle hit one in Astrodome. I never would have, no, I wouldn't have guessed that one. Yeah, who would have thought? All right, let's keep moving on. This day, nineteen sixty-eight, Martin Luther. Well, let me try that again. Martin Luther <laughs> King Jr. is buried in Atlanta. Of course, uh, you know we've been talking this day in history the last couple of days. There were riots involved in his assassination, and so uh, it was today in nineteen sixty-eight that he was finally laid to rest. Bummer. It's just awful news. But, you know, that's not the day he passed. It was just the day they buried him finally. So, Moving on this day in 1971 with his only good song solo ever, Ringo Starr releases It Don't Come Easy in the UK. I'm sorry, I don't like Ringo Ringo. It don't come easy being Ringo because another of the Beatles. It don't come easy. Christian's favorite song. His solo stuff is pretty terrible. <laughs> I couldn't tell you anything he sings solo. Well, now I can. I can tell you it don't come easy. Exactly. I learned something new. Yeah. Moving on this day in 1974. Never knew this happened, but uh, San Diego Padres owner Ray Kroc, also of McDonald's, addresses fans, says, Ladies and gentlemen, I suffer with you. I've never seen such stupid baseball playing in my life. Ouch. Could you imagine being a player on the uh, Padres at that time when the uh, owner is just ripping into you? Oof, that that is pretty bad. Um, the the Rockies players should aim that at their management staff. Same quote, just flip it and aim it at the ownership. There you go. Just saying. Send it with a. I've got baseball stack though. Oh, me too. I was going to say send it with a Big Mac just to 
rub it in yeah. a little bit. Just just to do it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bun in the middle of the burger. It's amazing. More <laughs> buns. Three buns. A top, a middle, and a bottom. Throw in some secret sauce. That's a Big Mac. Is that your Ray Kroc impression? <laughs> I don't know what it was. It was just a random rant. I think I saw a commercial about a burger the other day, and they were making fun of the Big Mac because <laughs> they were mocking the, the inventors the because they bun. put a bun in the middle. And then I think about that. I'm like, you know, that is right. Like, it doesn't add anything to the burger. It just nope. it just takes the two little flimsy patties and just makes it seem like a bigger burger. That's yep. all it does. Yep. <laughs> I don't. I, I am a McDonald's guy, so I don't know. I don't, I don't disagree eat there anymore. Now, on a quick side note, <laughs> uh, if you ever see the movie The Founder with Michael Keaton playing Ray Kroc, great, great movie. Is, is he the Padres owner in that movie? You know, he's not. It only talks about his uh, time with McDonald's. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm Ray Kroc. This is the grimace. He's gonna sleep with your wife. No big deal. Eat a French fry. <laughs> Let's keep moving on. This day in 1989, uh, Mike Tyson fine. strikes a parking attendant when asked to move his car. Man, he had some anger issues. Yo, I said, you go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, laughing when I did it, when they did the impression. I'm sorry, gonna have to move this car because I'm gonna knock you out. Because I'm gonna give you the TKO because of the spinal injury. And then years later, in 2000, uh, what year is this? 21? You go see me on AEW, AEW Wrestling with Chris Jericho. Was he really on that? I yeah, I saw that on uh, Sports News. Yeah, he he came back and uh, he's he showed up in AEW and he started beating up some wrestlers. Okay, I mean, with some pretty well, they were pretty horrible stage fight uh, fists because they showed the highlight on uh, I think the Pat McAfee show I watched. They showed it and and it's like he misses the guy. You know, he's like he's doing his little rapid fire punch. And he's like totally missing the dude and all. Did he flex his muscle twice and then wink at him? Oh yeah, he did one of these. He did one of these. <laughs> no, it's weird because he takes his muscles and he like yeah, this doesn't work because I got a hoodie, but he like clinches them and he just goes. <laughs> so yeah, and then, and then it goes eight bit Nintendo after that. Totally. <laughs> and then finally here in uh, this day in history, this day in 2009, the mockumentary TV series Parks and Recreation starring Amy Poehler, Nick Offerman, and Aziz Ansari debuts on NBC in the U.S. We were talking about it yesterday, probably one of the funniest shows ever on TV. Yeah, it was fantastic. Was it number two of all time? Probably not. But still, a damn good show. Exactly. Well, folks, we are headed in the last minute of the show of the week. So let's run down some of today's holidays where we talk about the things that we, well, like to celebrate. For instance, today is Appomattox Day, which, as we mentioned, was uh, denoting the end of the Civil War. It is International ASMR Day. So maybe I should whisper and rub things into the mic. It is Jenkins Ear Day. Quiet. I don't know who Jenks, Jenkins is, but uh, what it has to do with his ear, but it's his ear day. It's it, his ear day. Celebrate his earlobe. It is National Cherish an Antique Day. Okay. Okay. It is National Chinese Almond Cookie Day. Ooh, sign me up for that. I like me an almond mm -hmm. cookie. It is National Former Prisoner of War Recognition Day. It is National Dive ow, Bar Day. Ow. It is National Chicken Little Awareness Day. National Gin and Tonic Day. This guy's falling. National Name Yourself Day. And finally, National Unicorn Day. 
Get yourself a unicorn. Love that glitter. Folks, that does it for this week of shows. We will be back, not Monday, but we will see you all Tuesday. Enjoy your weekend. Peace out, everybody.